you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, hey, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We are at episode 54, entering a new month, and that is always exciting. This time last year, I started talking with you all about personal power. If you're new to the podcast, uh, go check out the uh, last August. It will have some really cool personal power stuff. And this is why I'm kind of going to go big or go home this month, and especially today, because I feel like we are um, up-leveling as we go. I kind of look at it like we're it's a spiral or we're going around you know, to the top of the mountain and we're rounding a new bend. And uh, this month we're talking about boundaries. And the word itself is kind of a buzzword uh, that people kind of throw around um, like, oh, you have good boundaries or she doesn't honor my boundaries, you know, things like that. But we have to just move from kind of talking about them, kind of, you know, thinking about how we set them and all those good things into really looking at um, boundaries on our own personal journey. And I'm going to start strong. I'm going to start with resistance to boundaries. Okay. So if you are listening, you probably already know what boundaries are because we talk about these things, right? Um, and honestly, I think we all want more healthy boundaries in our lives when we talk about it with people. Uh, we know people who, um, we think like have too many boundaries <laughs> or like, and we also know people who are doormats, right? They serve and please others and aren't setting any limits for themselves. It's easy to identify in other people. You know me, I want to swing it back to us. Uh, I pretty much thought I was a pretty good boundary setter and I can be in seasons uh, lately. I've been having some major tests to my boundaries and I am embracing it because it's just helping me up level. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to go with it. Uh, the fact of the matter is we all need boundaries and we need them to have that healthy, happy life that we're looking for um, where we can have, you know, uh, the, that ripple effect where we're helping others as well. So today I'm starting with resistance to boundaries rather than talking about, you know, how to set them, all that stuff. We'll get there. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about resistance throughout the year as well in the midst of like our personal power and our successes. Uh, some of the words I use, you know, self-sabotage, living in that high function anxiety and, you know, kind of being uncomfortable in our discomfort or comfortable in our discomfort. Um, resistance is really all the things that get in our way. And with us women who love to think and try to figure things out, uh, we tend to resist or self-sabotage when it comes to boundary setting, right? So this topic right here, this month, um, right now, is worth pausing a few for. It's really worthwhile for you to get deeper and to investigate a little deeper um, if and when you're resisting setting boundaries, okay? That's kind of the, the first thing is like, as you listen to these next few weeks, ask yourself, um, are you resisting setting boundaries or are you resisting boundaries in general? Are you needing to improve them, learn more? 
And really the deeper question is, are you ready to be honest with yourself? So I'm inviting you to be honest with yourself in this in this safe space that I have created and this container for us to ask lots of really good questions with no shame or guilt or anything like that, right? We are just here to learn and grow and um, we're supporting each other through it. So I decided to start today um, with pretty much the top three reasons we resist boundaries. The top three that came to my mind, the three that I've talked about with friends over the course of the year, uh, years actually, but more so this past year, just begin asking people about it and kind of, you know, formulating these reasons we resist boundaries. And they're legit, right? Like they, I get why we do them, but let's bring them to light and see, you know, um, where we can go from here. Okay. So the top reason, um, or one of the top reasons I have noticed that we resist setting boundaries is because we think, you know, we love and we respect the person. Um, you know, or there's someone we respect at work, for example. So we, we just, you know, don't, we don't really think that we could or that we should have to set boundaries to them because, you know, we love them and they love us. And if they respect us, you know, we just got to be nice and kind, right? And, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I'm that type of person too. Like, let's just keep it all nicey nice, right? But there's, People's patterns, behaviors, good days, bad days, limiting beliefs, how they show up, um, that really make it imperative for us to actually set boundaries with those that we love and that we respect. You know, um, we're all human, so we're going to have these these things come up where we're going to be the person who somebody needs to set a boundary with or vice versa, right? Um, and I think one of the ways that we, we really resist that, especially when we love and respect a person or when we feel like they should just get it, uh, is that um, we tell ourselves that we're being mean, we're being bitchy, or we're being rude. I, I have a, I've had um, my retreat for over 12 years. And throughout the years, you know, I just want everybody to be happy and everybody to enjoy the place. And I have really had to grow my tolerance for um, for being able to set boundaries, I guess that's a, that's a positive tolerance, right? I've had to have some really major boundaries set in place because of the things that can happen when you're in customer service, right? Um, so and I did start out this way. I, you know, like I said, I want everyone to be happy. I want to please them, give them the benefit of the doubt, be that yes girl. Um, but the problem is not everybody comes into a personal or business interaction that way, right? They're there to have their vacation or to have their time and they're, that's where they're focused. And so I started joking with my uh, booking assistant that um, I should probably teach a, what I called Bitch 101 to women who were wanting to set boundaries, especially like in the workplace, right? Because sometimes we have to do that. And the thing is, we joked a lot about it, but then we were kind of talking about how when we do those things where we say, oh, no, sorry, that's not going to work or sorry, you can't, you know, you can't stay here this weekend because of this, this and this, um, we're really actually not being bitchy. Um, and so while I joked about it, it's really assertiveness and that healthy professional and personal boundary stuff, right? But we as a society say when women are pretty assertive that we're really being bitchy. And so I like to still say in fun, oh, that's another thing for Bitch 101, but when I say that, that's for women like us who are being too nice and getting stepped on, okay? So we're actually needing to step it up and be assertive um, and we're not being bitchy. Um, and it is a belief shift, you know? Um, 
we're not being mean. We're not being bitchy. We're not being selfish. Any of that stuff. We're just being the boss of ourselves and deciding what we want to tolerate or not to tolerate. So when we're thinking that, you know, someone would respect us or love us enough or care for us enough not to violate our boundaries or for us not to have to really say anything, just they're going to get it. We're actually, you know, needing to flip that a little bit and, and realize we're all human and people can't read our minds and some people aren't going to care. Even if they do love you and respect you for the most part, they're going to do what they want to do, right? So for those of us who are the people-pleasing sort, um, it's really good to, to, to kind of come up with some of those boundaries. And when I first started doing some of the bigger boundaries, I kind of called them killer boundaries or zero tolerance boundaries, which felt very uncomfortable for me, okay? So I resisted the boundaries because I wanted to be nice and kind and not be bitchy, okay? So that's one That's one of the top main reasons. And the second one is really quite connected. Of course, they all are, right? Because the second one is we don't like conflict, right? So beyond the fact that we just hope that people would respect us and get it, and we love them and we don't want to be bitchy, um, we're also avoiding and resisting conflict. We don't like to be uncomfortable, right? We don't like to be that person. Um, and we make an assumption that there's going to be conflict. And we perceive that it's going to be a, like a danger zone, right? Something is going to go wrong. And so we just decide, you know, not to probably deal with it. So we are to avoid conflict is really what it is. And the main, you know, the main consequence of that, that is um, it's not really going to go away um, or, you know, it's, it's, it could actually get bigger um, or you just take it like a doormat or you stuff it in and nothing really happens in that moment. But we've been talking long enough to know what happens when, we push things internally and we and we're, we have our boundaries violated or we feel like it's it's stuck in there. You know, we start having some of those physical, energetic things happening, um, you know, that makes it really difficult. So, you know, the other thing, too, is it's kind of like the boundaries in this case or we're, we're trying to avoid the conflict. We're also trying to avoid then those difficult conversations, right? Most of the time that conflict feels like we have to have a difficult conversation. And if you're a normal human being, you do want to avoid that, right? It, it There's very few people who wake up every day and say, I'm going to have three difficult conversations, right? I was listening to a podcast um, from Faith Walking Leaders that I I went through, through, and he actually set out to do that. Just He has a very good way of teaching and living into that. Uh, but most of us, it takes a lot of practice, including myself. I must say I've gotten better, but whew, it is, it's a growth thing all the time. So I'm simply suggesting here that, that you don't just go and like confront everybody who's violated your boundaries today, but I'm just simply suggesting that you consider not avoiding them um, and not necessarily like shine away as much as you did before, you know, where there might be conflict, you know. Um, I do think that it's pretty uncomfortable in the moment um, and that's why we resist it. But I do know going through it is after we've actually set the boundary in a loving way, uh, we feel a lot better. Um, yeah. And so I, in the group, we've been talking about this, this kind of stuff. And someone suggested the book, Difficult Conversations. And we talked, we were kind of talking back and forth with a few of us about the, the, the person that she was referring to was a parent. And it's all oftentimes the conflict with, um, you know, the parents or a family member. So listen in to uh, my training 
in the group about boundaries as a portion of it that will will kind of help us work through dealing with setting boundaries with a parent or a family member where we, we perceive there's going to be conflict. So look, look for that in the group, Her Unapologetic Life. It'll be good this month. Okay, third, which is, of course, related. It's almost like steps, right? <laughs> the third one is, so when we've tried setting boundaries with somebody, because we often try, and the person won't respect the boundaries anyway. So they're not respecting it. And the way they can do that is by ignoring it and just doing what they're going to do and violation. And another one is retaliation. Um, and we all have these experiences. So an example of that might be, um, you know, where like you tell a kid like, hey, it's your responsibility to pick up your dishes. Well, they just ignore it. You know, I set the boundary. I'm not doing that anymore. But, you know, the 13 year old doesn't always want to do that. So he tends to say he forgets. That's an example of kind of ignoring a boundary and then that's not being, you know, um, it's not being respected or actually followed through with. The retaliation could be, um, that's a little more uncomfortable. Uh, I guess I see that a lot in marriages, like with spouses, where um, if the person tries to set a boundary and the other person doesn't like it and they, they haven't really worked much on their on their, I, I call their adulting <laughs> skills, emotional maturity. There could be the silent treatment. There could be swearing. There could be words. You know, it's usually some form of explosive or implosive behavior where it's it's pretty uncomfortable. It could be toxic. There's some bosses like this too where when you try to speak up for yourself, there's retaliation where it could be passive aggressive too. So this is kind of in where you can see it happening with the way the person responds by their behavior or their words, right? And that makes it really hard because another he normal human thing is fight, flight, or freeze. Let's get away from the pain, right? We want to stay away from the pain. Um, the problem is the consequence of that is um, if we avoid those people who have a big bark, um, we lose, right? We lose out and they're not, they're going to keep going as they're going and we're going to not have what we need. Um, and so while I'm talking about these today, you know, it's not like I'm saying this is, you know, what you have to do. It's more of let's look at see where you are resisting them, where, where those fears and worries are and where you think that, you know, things should be happening or shouldn't, you know. So in review really quick, um, one reason is, you know, um, we don't want to be mean. We love and respect the person and they love and respect us or should. So can't we just be nice? Can't we just all get, you know, and the second one is, can't we just all get along, right? And we don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to have those conversations. We don't want to step into that perceived uh, discomfort of conflict, right? And so we resist it a lot. And then the third one is, uh, it takes us up further where it's like, you know, that like, you know, this person's not going to do what you want them to. So you're basically resisting because you know, you, you know that, you know, there could be retaliation or there could be, there could be them ignoring it or they're them not responding the way you want to because of past behavior, because of the way you, the relationship is set up, you know, and, and that's that these reasons are, you know, keeping us away from discomfort. Right. But I kind of want to, help us all to look at it from a way of it's a temporary fix from the discomfort, right? But in the long run, in the long game, it um, it really becomes another way we abandon ourselves and a way that we put our needs on hold, put others first, put up with things, tolerate, um, you know, and we're, we're kind of making a decision on whether or not to set a boundary then based on the other person, right? Their comfort level, their reaction. 
ours too, but you're, you know, really like keeping the peace here, right? Um, and we're not really gauging our own because usually if we're setting a boundary, it's a need that we have. And if we're working through this emotional maturity, personal development stuff, we're doing so out of respect. So it's something that we really need. So I would just ask you, you know, what cost is greater to stay in it or to set the boundary and have some discomfort? Um, it's kind of blunt, right? <laughs> I kind of want to like hit it home because a lot of us um, make those excuses. I that word, ugh. but it's kind of true. It's just, it's one of, these are the ways that we tell ourselves that we should just put up with it, you know? And, you know, when I did a lot of marital therapy, usually one of the spouses was just like, oh, this is just how it is. I vowed to, you know, live this way and this is what I have to have. Uh, but when you get into it and you start like bringing to light these things, a lot of people will change and grow together. Some, you know, are very stuck in um, denial and, and, you know, not wanting to grow. Um, and then then there's that, though. Then it's, it comes to light where you're like, oh, I have these choices to make. And you can actually cope with them in that situation much better if you're setting boundaries than if you're not. Um, it's, it's just a very interesting thing about human behavior. Um, we can change what we're doing in our, our um, environment, even if the other person will not. Um, will not do that. Um, and then, you know, this is just another way of, of making us more aware. You know, once we ring the bell, you can't unring it. So you've listened. And so now you know that setting boundaries, um, very common to have resistance. But when we look at it from a responsibility point, um, putting others responsible for themselves and us responsible for ourselves, I hope it makes it a little bit easier to at least consider pushing through the discomfort through to the next thing, right? To where you want to be. Um, you know, and it's just, it's hard because if we have trouble setting boundaries in our personal relationships, it really leaks into our public professional life too. You know, if we're, if we're being a doormat at home and we go into work and our boss asks us of something or we're our own boss, like a me, um, you know, we're not going to be able to make the decisions that we need to, or ask for what we need as well. You know, um, and the cool thing about it is, is if, if you feel like, man, I am just really bad at setting boundaries or I don't set very many, you don't have to start with the person who won't respect them. You practice with the safer people, right? Your, the friends, your spouse, colleagues, people who you know get you, understand you, and won't judge you for that. Um, and if, if you're like, oh my goodness, I only have like two people like that in my life and most of the people in your life are boundary breakers then it's really worth a pause here to be like, okay, is this a pattern that I can change? <laughs> and if it is, um, I, and it is, by the way, not if, it is one, if you're wanting that, um, just, you know, join me for this month um, where we are um, hanging out together, talking about boundaries, and we're going to just keep going and looking at it from different angles because that's how we change and grow together, right? And this month, I'm also really going to start talking more and more about the group hybrid program. I'm um, launching this fall for the first time. As you know, I've done one-on-one -on -one work for a while, a long while, right? Uh, and did some summer groups. And, I, and I've been in some really powerful groups this year myself, for myself. And so I'm pretty much mixing those two together with a more specific laid out journey you know, of going from that people-pleasing, over-functioning to the power-wielding and really being authentic and in control of your life the way that God intended, right? And we're going to journey together for six months. Uh, you're going to get more details about this, but I just want to keep 
planting seeds because if you feel like, ooh, you know, come fall, it's a time when I'm really ready to really spend some time on myself with amazing women with a coach like Mercedes, kind of put that on your to-do list to, to stay tuned and to listen in on um, the upcoming times I'm talking about that. You know, tune into the training this month. Um, check out the, you know, the Facebook page where I'm going to always have things like going on about that. But it's you'll keep hearing more and more. And I, if you're not already um, in my inbox, you know, drop me your email because then you'll start getting more information about that too. So hope you enjoyed today. Just remember resistance to boundaries is very normal. Uh, and the awareness to our resistance is like that really juicy, big step to take. And then looking at which one of those three, you know, that's kind of stopping you up. And I kind of look at them as a, well, it depends. It's like, it's kind of like the levels of it. And um, it's kind of like the harder it gets, right? Because you go from, well, someone who pretty much loves and respects you, you setting boundaries with them, to another person who who does, but they're not respecting it in the way, um, and it's, it becomes toxic. So just know there's a spectrum. There always is a spectrum um, as we go. So anyway, I brought, I brought that out a little longer. My notes just went poof off of the screen, so then I start, you know, riffing, and I just go on and on about boundaries. But to me, it is part of the, I you know, it's one of the many keys to unlock um, that inter, inner peace that we're looking for and the interconnectedness with others who are also looking for the same thing. So I hope you enjoy your week. Uh, join me again next week and we'll talk a little bit more about boundaries. Enjoy your day. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.